0: Yeah, I discovered uh, the wonders of royalty free trip hop and like royalty free indie riffs when uh noticed I got a little tummy ache and I had to figure out a way to kill like 15 minutes. So I was Googling like alchemist type beats but free. <laughs>
1: and then, uh, yeah. Cat charity type MF Doom instrumentals.
0: MF Doom cat rhino, cat had aids type beat
1: i was listening to of doom instrumentals in the car today and not freestyling over them
0: they're kind of nice to just drive to you yeah know? you
1: know it's it's i feel like it's a more accurate soundtrack for my life than like listening to like you know the shaft theme song or something you know right it's just no. sort of like
0: well i think it's like
1: you know, that's what they all sound like.
0: You you see somebody and you can tell, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's MF Dooms
1: shit.
2: Yeah.
0: I was going to say, like, you see somebody and you can kind of tell what theme music is playing in their head. You know, like, I hang out with guys and I'm like, I know it's just, like, beat down death metal all day. Just but it's like, you definitely seem like a guy that's, like, in his head is like like... It's like somewhere between like Steely Dan like casual riff and then like yeah like MF Doom like jazz. Just you're not thinking about anything. There's just no no going on yeah. Up here. <laughs> yeah, just it's either like a Steely Dan type riff or like a like the beat to all caps or something, you know. Just you just at the store, just, you know, nothing going on up there.
1: I didn't post my uh my top songs last year cuz one of them was just an Alchemist beat. It was just like the instrumental to an Action Bronson song. And I was like, I know, I'm not, I, know I I know, had to admit to myself, oh, I guess I'd do this normally because I think it's cool. Because I like, I'm, I'm not willing to pose this because it's so stupid. It was like one NBA Young Boys song and then like a bunch of ZZ Top and then like yeah. Jer- Jerry Reed and like a rap instrumental. I was like, this just sucks.
0: I think mine was like, it was like Childers, Freddie, Gucci Mane, and then, like, Steely Dan. I was like, I'm just, like, a white guy from, like, the, dude, I, I love showing people, like, the times that I've showed people, like, old school, like, not, Zero's great, but I'm talking, like, bitch, I can't die, I'm gonna, like, Houston, you know, Yeah, like, where the, they,
1: like, stuff. record it from, like, a few rooms over. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, people have, like, and, and, and I understand I love it. I really actually think it's good. But I've showed it to people and they're like, "What is this? Is this like your friend or something?" And I'm like, "No, this is probably you know, this is This like-
1: guy uh Travis Scott wouldn't exist without him and Yeah, and then you like- listen to it and it's like a different guy is rapping and they just kind of quieted it down some and then there's Yeah. Cuz his guy heart going- rate's like 2 BPM. Yeah. Mom
0: Boulevard, Swang too hard. Got a big bitch in a swing and swing in my car. I he don't said, agree to
1: grain. Super can't paint. And I'm in pain cause my heart can't grind. Normally. <laughs> yeah. It's and any
0: anytime like at the house, people would like I had a friend. Uh, he's still I don't know why I said had. He's very much still my friend and not dead. But uh we he would get really, really, really fucked up and he would be like, put a put a big mo. Or like a pimp C beat on, I'd be like, okay, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna hit this, and he would get, he would hit the the key ingredients, Boulevard, <laughs> coming through hard, <laughs> and then he would just kind of like, nod off, <laughs> like in the, into the, thing the couch. Is, like, like, you
1: can't even make fun of that because that's what they did also. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. Is like, but sometimes there would be like a fucking 25... 25- like a 25-minute, like, freestyle. of yeah, just like different. A, you could hear them rustling around in the room, like, all right, you go, and then it's like... <laughs> oh, you hear some
0: I, guy, like, struggling to light a blunt, like... Yeah. This one's yeah.
1: coming down, because he's got down, so I beat him <laughs> up, and I treat him like a clown. Oh, Beat yeah. up, now I'm feeling kind of down. On it, dude.
0: <laughs> and uh, he'd be like, all right, Jake, you go. And I'm like, man, I don't I'm just not built like that. He's like, You know, all these words, you know, you can do it. I'd be like, All right. He'd play it, and I'd be like, Boulevard. All- I'd <laughs> just do the same thing, and then like pills would hit, and I'm like, I'm like, and out my head, I was like, This, what's happening now, add like, you know, obviously talent <laughs> and dedication, but basically, we've got a lot of the raw ingredients of like those early, like, sc- like tapes. You got a lot. You got opiates and you've got like no direction in your life. Yeah,
1: the best. (laughs) Some of the best times I ever had were like being like 16 and smoking like dirt weed. And then like my friends would put on some instrumentals and it would just be like YouTube freestyle instrumental. Like not like it would just be like algorithmically like what can white boys rap over a little bit like one in every friend group. And it would be like. It'd be like, this is like a J. Cole type, um, like a soulful instrumental. (laughs) And like, um, I just took a dab, but like, I'm going to go over this. And then he'd be like, I'm working on my essence. I'm learning lots of lessons. (laughs) And I feel like, I I feel, give me a break. Okay. I feel like it's Christmas. Let me try that again. I feel like it's Christmas because there's presents. And I got presents trying to like do the
0: dude that is you just kind of unlocked like a like a deep memory of like trying to do lyrical flowing but you're so fucked up you get like the first bar that you can think of while the beat gets going is like kind it's not even good it just rhymes it's like you know yeah like you know love cash and checks you know bitch snapping necks and you're and then like the beat keeps
1: going and you're like Hold on a second. Because before Next. you go in, you might have like 2 to 4 one. bars planned max. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you yeah. might maybe maybe it's something you practice for a while and you get those in and maybe your one friend is like, "Ooh, damn." And yeah, then you're yeah. like <laughs> peanut butter on, <laughs> me. on a stick. <laughs> and it's on a stick. And you know I'm riding on my best friend's dick. And then I'm like, "Come on, man. And I was like, Come on, dude, it's off the dome." It was it was always we, funny. We used to do that at work. Uh Cause uh, <laughs> there were a couple of guys who, um, God bless them, but they would get pissed off if you just said gay shit when you went up. Yeah, there. of course we've. And talked my about buddy, him, yeah. my buddy Justin, he'd be like, you know, you know, bitch, I'm gripping grain and I'm in my lane. It's like, oh yeah, my best friend's here and I'm giving him some brain. And like, come on, man. It was great, though. <laughs> Good times.
0: Uh, we uh, we would we had this like out. Dude, we found a bunch of shitty couches, like, on the side of the road, and uh, this is that fucking shitty trap house I lived in for a year, and fucking, we just threw them outside, and they got rained on, dude. They had, like, mold on them. Rats, like, lived under them, and we would just sleep out there, but, like, it was so much fun to get, like, the, like all of us out there, and then, like, on a shitty Bluetooth speaker. I, we, I had, like, two friends who could, like, again, I need to stress this, no one could rap everyone was dog shit but two people were like just kind of shitty at it but when you're like with a bunch of white dudes and then like a bunch of like Mexican guys and no one can really like make it happen but like the one Mexican guy and like the one a white dude who who like grew up like outside Bel Air so you know they have like three good bars and you're like and you're there and you're drunk and you're like bro hey we you pull your friend inside you're like dude you need to really put some time into this (laughs) And it's like, yeah, there's, there's there has to be
1: one guy there who has is going to have a career for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And there's like 40 million of those guys.
0: Yeah, no, it's,
1: it's like it's like probably five percent of the, the the male population at some point now is like, I think I could make it happen if I like yeah. for like six months when you're well, like dude, in you know high what? school.
0: I told you this. I think like when we first started doing the show, I have every now and then.
1: Oh, dude, me too. I mean,
0: I like I'll have this where I'm like, bro, you're pretty good at the song parodies. Like, you can come up with them on the spot. Like, you should try to be a rapper. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you talking
1: about? You see, like, Young Gravy doing it. And those guys, it's like, well, you know.
0: But that, like, the thing about Gravy is that kind of, like, monotone, like, white boy voice rap is, like, not new. It's He's just, like, the new iteration of, like. He's also,
1: he's, like, a frat guy. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, like he has that going for stick, him. yeah. And then like little Dicky was like, "Oh, I'm I'm like a little Jewish guy, isn't that I, crazy?" Who's lyrical. And, and then he like made a show. Then he made a show about how fucked up his penis is.
0: Well, he, <laughs> I like Dicky because he would he made a career out of doing that thing we are talking about where like you get like four good bars in, and then you're like, and then I take it in the butt and I eat my own, like, <laughs> it would like do, he would yeah,
1: like, he, he, he could rap fast, for, yeah. you know, and, for, for a good while, that was like, the, the way that you were the best at it, is you could yeah. go fast, yeah, after like, like, rap- Buster Rhymes used to be, like, he used to have so many different flows, and then he got on that Chris Brown song, and he went fast, and people were like, that's your thing now, you're the yeah. guy who raps fast, and you're like, okay, whatever,
0: yeah, it was like um uh, one of my roommates at the time, shout out to Jay. He uh his buddy who was a friend of ours who's a DJ now, a pretty successful one in Austin, uh he left his like pad on the at the at the house and uh it was one of those things where he's like, Hey can one of you guys drop that off and we were like, Yeah, and we were, didn't steal it. We just were never sober enough to drive for, like, the whole year that we lived there. <laughs> so we just kind of had it for, like, eight or nine months. And uh, similar to, like, the, oh, man, bro, you got to, like, rat. Like, I was pretty good at, like, not pretty good. I could make beats on a beat machine that was programmed with noises, which is not very hard. And we would be all fucked up and, like, <laughs> Jay would turn and be like, dude, you gotta, you got to put some time into this because I feel like... <laughs> It's like we're all just like like eating opiates all day, and you're like, and you're like sitting there and like you're watching like roaches crawl across, and you have this idea in your head where you're like, this is this is my beginning arc, you know, like to my this like this is how they
1: all start, yeah. <laughs> this is, is how having all the- an okay childhood, and then <laughs> and then just sort of everything goes downhill because of my decisions, and yeah. then that's where I pick myself. Up out of my self created gutter.
0: Basically, you know, everything was just kind of sort of bad. And then I kind of romanticized eating pills all day. And then I, it kind of became an addiction. And basically, I'm Rick Rubin. <laughs> like that. Kind of, if you ever, if you Google Rick Rubin, that's basically his origin story, you know. So.
1: Yeah, you think Jay Z would be who he is now if he wasn't, you know. Selling crack, Sm- to his smoking own mind. resin, all through the eighties. That's what he was known for. He would watch, he would watch movies, and he would smoke weed. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> made him a, a creative genius. He, had, he
0: lived a crazy life of uh, snorting tramadol and playing Rocket League. Right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, like a lot of rappers and a lot of really good producers, they just kind of come up. You know, like doing drugs that you give to people who don't have long left to live, and then playing Mario Kart. Like that's just kind of you know, so basically we're living the same life, right? One of my, um, dude, it's been like a fiasco actually. Speaking of in the in the roommate chat, we're all still like in the same chat. It's been in forever, and um, so uh, my buddy, uh, I've talked about him on here before. Uh, he uh, he's the guy who called the lauded sweet little candies. Uh, that that gentleman. So he came to Austin for ACL last weekend, uh, him and his boyfriend. And uh, uh, they did a bunch of X and rolled really hard for, like, three days. And then, uh, you know, they flew back to Dallas. And he's texting us, and he's like, oh, my God, guys, I had to call into work. Um, you know, I, I did too much ecstasy. I feel really bad. And we're like, yeah, man, that'll happen. And he's got a lot of money. So he, and then he just continues on. He's like, I had a a, a mobile IV unit come to my house. And we were like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, like if you're feeling really bad, they can bring you like zinc and like, you know, saline solution. And they can bring you like, uh, you know, stuff to help with the anxiety and like help boost your serotonin. And I was like, who's they? And what does can mean? Like (laughs) you live in a different world than the rest of the chat, by the way. Like you have more money than God. And he was like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's expensive, but it's worth it. You guys should all look into it. And again, we're like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll bookmark that one. And then he, the next day, today, actually, he was like, God, I'm just still feeling really bad. So I called him to work for the rest of the week, and I went, uh, and he, like, faked a cough, and the doctor just gave him a bottle of lean, (laughs) like, a bottle of code. Like, he wasn't sick. Or he said he felt sick from the party, but he, like, didn't have, like, a cough thing. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to stay home the rest of the week and watch Lord of the Rings and and drink lean. He's like, I deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's like, I feel really, really bad. Like, you know, I, I just... I've been working so hard lately and then so I just kind of deserve to unwind after last weekend because I really just put my body through it. We were all like, are you recovering from drug abuse by abusing a different drug (laughs) and then like watching cartoons? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, I can't even be mad at the guy because it's like if I had that type of resources and that type of job that was like, yeah, we'll pay you a bunch of money and you don't really have to come in really if you don't want to. (laughs) Uh, I would probably, you know. Do the same thing. I don't do drugs anymore, but assuming that I did in this hypothetical, I was just like, "God damn, dude!" Like, so you call in Monday, Tuesday, and you're like, "I got to get the IV," you know. And then Wednesday, you're like, "You know, it'll top this off." Lean and Lord of the Rings cartoons.
1: Dude, hey, what if Gandalf, instead of smoking a pipe, he he sipped a big, um, big cup of, uh, well, you guessed it.
0: That purple stuff. Yeah, Cody. Have you heard? I'm sure you've heard the Yachty song.
1: Almost definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir, dude. That yeah, shit. Dude, I, <laughs> love it. I'm. I'm so. Glad. I'm loving
1: his his like uh, his his arc where he's just like I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like, yes. Like yes, he I got he it. got the commercials for a few you years, money, and now he's like yeah. I got so much money. By the way, like I will steal I your car. Walk- <laughs> yeah. I will. I mean, I will. I have guns. It's, and uh, so- I, I have, I've been doing drugs this whole time. I remember seeing him do, like, I remember seeing an ad with Lil Yachty a couple of years ago for, like, an anti-vaping campaign, and I was like, wasn't he caught with, like, 20 credit cards? Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, like, was facing several years, like, a federal yeah. charge, but he wasn't even, like, vaping that whole time. You know, it's just like... <laughs> You know, not to stereotype, but you need something to take the edge off if you're scamming. Yeah. Hell, well, I, I mean, I'd be addicted to something serious if I was fucking stealing credit card information, you know. I, I mean, know.
0: it's it's funny to, like, be a headliner act. I wouldn't call him an A-lister in terms of, like, celebrities in totality, but he's a huge name. And then, like, I, I get Babytron, like, I get those guys. But uh, I like. It seems like something you don't have to do. Like you don't have to do that if you.
1: I don't think he. I don't think he's done it since he was like nineteen or so. Oh, I forget he's super young. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But like, well, like right before he like blew up or whatever, because do you yeah. remember that song Minnesota? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think so. Yeah. It gets called like Minnesota.
0: like Minnesota. yeah.
1: He gives like a shout out to his lawyer Pat or whatever, and he's like. <laughs> Like explains how much he paid for the lawyer and stuff and what it got him off of, and all that
0: I love when rappers do that it he pay, about he paid
1: four thousand dollars and like got out of like a like five years in prison
0: <laughs> i I love when rappers do that and i I've talk about this all the time, and people have like said to me online like you are obsessed with this specific verse or whatever but uh that uh Maxo Creamline and Fetty when he's like, uh, my price is inflated. My plug name is David. (laughs) Like, you're complaining that, you know, drug prices are going up. And so you have to raise your prices. And then you give the first legal name (laughs) of the guy who sells you like God knows what. It's just very funny. Like, because obviously like Smurda and they use Gucci's lyrics. But those are like, I killed this guy with this gun on this day. His body is here. But the ones that are like, my lawyer got me off cost me four grand his name was tom like that shit like it's yeah it's like not necessarily incriminating but it's like you probably like don't need to be you know
1: yeah i I like maxo cream just talking about everything that's happened in his life and not like maybe he's embellishing some of it but it's like so just gruesome that you're like why would you for some like this isn't even cool he's like I was nine years old. Unc got killed by a tiger. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think I believe him. You know, he was like, he'll be like, he shot him in the head and there was blood on my hands. And my neighbor caught a
0: people I pulled a 12 gauge on foe from the people. Like it's I was like, four
1: years old. <laughs> I was killing different women. I'm like, damn, I'm sorry.
0: I don't like Chinese people. I've slammed so many Chinese. You're like, okay, I see where you're getting at, Max. That do, sounds good.
1: Do you remember the I forget, I forget the um I think this was a couple of years ago. Young Thug had a line in a song where he said, I had to kick a door when I was five. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love that line in old English, uh uh please be very still, I ain't gonna hurt anybody. Which is like it, it's just like that like I'm trying – that is something that a bank robber says, and I'm and it put a mental image in my mind of Thugger trying to rob a bank in his, like, his little outfits. Like, he's wearing, like, a maid's dress, and he's got, like, a Dolly Parton wig on and, like, an AK, and he's like,
1: hey. I would love to see a, a YSL version of Ocean's Eleven.
0: That would be sick. None of – like, they, they're they just airing it out for two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, just, they They've got that 42 Doug guy in the box, like, the, like they have the, the Japanese man. man. Yeah, because he's yeah. the only one small enough to fit in there. It, they <laughs>
0: I, uh, everybody's like, you know, oh, Bobby's not releasing music or whatever. And it's like, dude, I don't. I wonder how, because Gucci, when Gucci was away, he came back and was rich. Because not only was he releasing music from jail, he wasn't spending much money because he's in fucking prison.
1: Yeah, but he he also he didn't have a federal racketeering, or not it wasn't racketeering, but he had a uh, Bobby Schmurter had like a federal charge, right? I mean, I thought I want to say for Gucci, it was like it was like a violation of parole and some other stuff. I I think it was like gun possession too, though.
0: Maybe, maybe I thought it was just attempted murder, like. I no, I
1: think I it didn't. was it was like conspiracy to like do they something got him on Rico or some shit. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was racketeering. It could have been. Hell, I'm not fucking anyway. Anyway, who, who, I'm who not, we're not a news source, but we uh, just make shit up most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear who uh, Bobby Schmur is dating?
0: Chelsea Clinton. <laughs>
1: Uh, Pete Davidson <laughs> Pete Davidson <laughs> He's getting that That long white dick <laughs> He's
0: getting that big Bipolar disorder yeah. Penis you The know.
1: The way Pete Davidson is swinging his thing around. You'd think he had a huge python in his pants.
0: You'd think that he. You'd think a guy like Pete Davidson would have a big old thongaroonie in his fucking Yeah, you'd think
1: he'd have a thick, irresistible cock, by the way, that (laughs) he's fucking everyone in Hollywood. That
0: moment in pop culture was so funny because it would be like. Because obviously, brands start to like pick up on shit because that's just what they do. Like, fucking social media accounts for like, I don't know, Patagonia or whatever, and they're like. Get get yourself some big D energy this winter with our Patagonia mountain joggers and it's like uh, what the fuck are you doing? Like what are we doing? Like this is a fucking like a like a scummy fucking Long Island retard who, you know, probably he might have a big old pecker. Who knows? But like yeah, I don't I want MasterCard big, I, to be I like bet
1: it tastes good too, by the way, all these girls are it's all in this like, jock.
0: It's like when the fucking when it's when MasterCard is like Slide through in the DMs with that big D with our fucking AP our two percent APR airline credit card. You're like, come the fuck. I understand wanting to stay hip to sell credit cards or whatever the fuck it is you're selling, but specifically that moment, I was so tired of it. I got tired of it when fucking like the Domino's Twitter was like the D stands for dominoes and we got big dominoes energy. And it's like, I want to kill everybody involved in this fucking thing. Like I want everyone involved in this. Norm yeah, McDonald's style. I everyone did. involved in this should die.
1: I just wrote a new, um, ad for T-Mobile and it's got Lizzo and, uh, <laughs> she's eating a big old, no, yeah, it's T-Mobile. called it's, the slogan is keep your, uh, big fat, uh, <laughs> black bitch ass covered. She she helped me write it. That's how she wanted me to word it. <laughs> yeah, I I thought this, it sounds a little choppy. You it sounds
0: know? a little harsh, but if she helped you Yeah, write she said it, man. she said
1: I said, "How about How about uh, T-Mobile keeps you dancing?" And she said, "No." She said, "No, T-Mobile keeps your big fat black bitch ass dancing." And I said, "I don't know if we can put that on TV." She Lizzo said, She said, you, you could quote me, and I said, I'm just not sure Lizzo <laughs> Lizzo, I don't know if that's a good idea We could get in trouble for that Lizzo,
0: you won't get in trouble, but me, a lowly white man I, I, I really Worth. can't be saying that I can't You I can really Lizzo, if you, if I write this script and you say it No, honey, you should say it I mean, if you say it's okay, Miss Lizzo If you can, yeah, if
1: you I, say that I really don't know I mean <laughs> Hell, I even, I mean, shit, I've got to
0: you in. are in a writer's room with a bunch of, like, fucking open micers from, like, L.A., like, woke open micers, <laughs> and they're like, so we got Lizzo on the on the T-Mobile ad, and everybody's like, oh, my God, that's perfect. Oh, I love her so much. And they're like, you know, ba- uh, uh, throw it back on savings with the 5G coverage plan. It's like, ah, oh, that's pretty good. What about you, you, Mia? How about, you know, twerk out for T-Mobile's nationwide coverage? That's a mouthful. (laughs) Thomas, what do you got? (laughs) Nationwide coverage for Big Black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You're immediately arrested. (laughs) uh, Let's see. We got ourselves a nice Doritos commercial. Oh, these are always funny, especially on the Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. Oh, we got Lizzo. Awesome. That's this is gonna be a good one. We can already tell because she's so funny. I love her with the flute and all that shit. <laughs> I wonder what they're gonna say. Okay, she's just dancing for now. The whole you can tell it's gonna be a big deal. The whole stage is shaking. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, the slogan is coming Jesus up. Christ. Uh, it says, "Get your big fat black bitch ass <laughs> some Doritos." Who wrote that? <laughs> Oh, it says Lizzo. This is quoted by Lizzo. Yeah, apparently Lizzo's... What she says goes, you know. I'm not one to argue with her. Uh, <laughs> it's, Get it's your always big, like... fat, stinky, bitch-ass some Doritos. Why would she say that? That doesn't make me want to eat Doritos. It.
0: It's always like... When, when like, a commercial... When I Okay, I was talking to my mom, and my mom was like, do you know they made Jake from State Farm black? And I was like, doesn't matter. It's not a real guy. And she was like, I mean, I guess it don't, but, you know, they changed him. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's always this moment of tension between me and, like, you know, sometimes her because my mom is like not overtly racist like she's not a race she's just like a middle-aged woman from the south who grew up really religious like my mom is a sweet person she just says shit sometimes and I'm like all right okay you know
1: i'll tell you what would bother white people even more is getting a white all-state guy
0: oh the <laughs> the du- the black guy with the sultry deep voice it's like
1: yeah. all-state
0: but if you made him like a all like a soy like yeah what about Allstate? stage <laughs> like, watching white people lose their mind. Yeah.
1: We like we liked him. We liked I him swear sweets. I liked him. He he looked, he looked trustworthy.
0: He looked like maybe if I were to be in an accident, I wouldn't want nobody
1: else to help me out. You know, I figure he I trust yeah. that voice. How about farmers? We are black guys. <laughs> that would throw people off. <laughs> People are like you're
0: just like watching like fucking a Lost or something or rerun and you're like on Hulu you're not even paying you've already seen Lost you're on your phone and you're like you 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 know it's a farmer's commercial everything else is happening you're
1: like oh okay
0: it's on TikTok or whatever and you're like oh that was funny we are black guys and you're like
1: it's still J.K. Simmons for some reason It's, like yeah. there's nothing <laughs> <It's just> else <laughs> yolk old sworn- white. This is a, one of those uh, Mandela effect type things, you know.
0: Was the mayhem guy from the uh, from those commercials the guy that would like fall through roofs? Yeah he's, just, yeah, he's just at January
1: sixth. He's like, you're
0: definitely going to need insurance for this one. <laughs> like, just like, fought, like with a fucking like QAnon mask, like smashing through the fucking top of the White House and shit.
1: Yeah, that I love would it when throw people off. A little bit.
0: I I understand the motivation. Brands want to sell people at large something, and if culture shifts in such a way, you know, I like I, I you hear a lot of like stupid fucking right wing morons that are like, well, if all the big companies are supporting your ideology, what does that say about your ideology? And it's like that's not you're literally an idiot. That's not how it works. If culture swings rightward in ten to fifteen years, which I think that it might, Mastercard will go back to being like, if you're a black guy, can't get a credit card. Sorry, <laughs> like they'll literally they have no allegiance to any ideology
1: they're just cracker barrel like had they were like segregated till like 15 years ago (laughs) yeah they They, they, in the 90s they literally banned gay employees yeah did did i tell you about that well i i remember reading about
0: it because there was one um i didn't i read about it somewhat recently but i remember reading that they had like allowed homosexual men and women and then like they had like it was a white-owned, white-ran establishment up until fairly recently. Like, I'm, I want to say, like, George Bush's first term, which is, like, you know, this is, like, the last, you know, two decades or whatever. Like, post-9-11, they're like, all right, we got to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> like, they're like, ah, you know, we can't really be doing this type of stuff,
1: I guess. Because everybody else is doing it now, and it's like, it seems like we I'm just gonna started.
0: Keep, I'm going to keep it a bill with you, man. I'm going to keep it real on the show because we're just too... You know, fucking real-ass motherfuckers. I feel, and it's probably because I'm a white guy, but Cracker Barrel feels... I like being in a Cracker Barrel, dude. I like it. Like, I like the old Americana. I like the little puzzle games. I like the fucking bread rolls. Like, I know people will say, oh, it's like for white people, but you know what? I, I like some cream corn every now and then. I like some chicken fried chicken.
1: I So, I like their fried apples... Their chicken and dumplings aren't the best, but they'll do. You know, it's like it's okay, but it's not a place. It's not food I want to sit down for. Like I don't want to sit down, and it feels like I'm stuck in a barn.
0: Well, let, I mean, I, I let, let me be clear. Uh, I have a I go like once every five years. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's something that you do when you're out like on a road trip or like your grandma. You know she's gonna be dead soon, and she's like, I will, can you stop by a Cracker Barrel on the way from church?" And you're like. I guess, motherfucker, yeah, fine, you know, and watch her, you know, gum a chicken steak for, like, chicken fried steak for, like, two and a half hours. Uh, But, you know, they get a bad rap, and I understand racism is bad, and I agree that it is bad.
1: In a lot of ways, it is terrible.
0: But I think what aggravates me more is uh, just any company that, like, prevented gay and black people from buying homes and like getting loans for like literally 40 years and then like in the last 20 they're like hey if you've got pink hair you can go into debt too <laughs> like, I, I, I don't like all the commercials it's like a family a family that's like you know like they're, they're doing though you know we're inclusive now and that's great but it's like you were not giving like Didn't you, like, redline home loans, like, up until the financial housing crisis? Like, wasn't that something you were doing for, like...
1: It doesn't sound like you're giving Lockheed room for growth, which can be really (laughs) toxic.
0: Dude, that fucking video of that, uh... It was, like, a Latina woman who, like, I think she was LGBT or something, and she was, like... At the CIA, everyone's given an opportunity to succeed. It's like, I... My parents from Ecuador came here with nothing, and I... Always wanted to be a CIA agent. And as a lesbian, uh, Hispanic, Latina woman in the sea. C- and it's like, gee, you guys don't get to do it. MasterCard shouldn't. Capital One shouldn't. Lockheed shouldn't. CIA, you guys don't get to be on the All train my game. life, I wanted to work for Halliburton.
1: <laughs> and now I can't. I, I, wanted- I, I seen the missiles over to Syria. And I blew up the hospitals. I always wanted to be Delta
0: Ford. And everybody told me Delta Force was hard to be in, and you had to be like a white guy from like Indiana, who like both his parents are dead, and you so you can disappear into nothing. But I'm in Delta Force now, and I have I'm a a killer. I'm a killer.
1: People always said I couldn't join Border Patrol just because I was Mexican, but (laughs) now like I really like throw people like dude. Those guys are really far. those dude, a lot worst. of a lot of border patrol is Latino just because there's not other jobs down there, and a lot was, of yeah,
0: know. it's shitty, dude. Those some of those guys too in the interviews, they're the and like you watch the arrest videos, those motherfuckers are some of the worst. And we've talked about this a billion times. It's like the it's another example of a guy whose parents came over here, you know, undocumented, and then he's like, yeah, you know, forty two thousand dollars a year. I'll, I'll send him back. <laughs> I yeah, I'll I mean, the Rio
1: Grande Valley has, like, fucking nothing there in terms yeah. of money other yeah, than it's... working for Border Patrol or, I mean, I'm sure there's probably things I don't know about, but, you know.
0: It's like Border Patrol or, like, you are a coyote that, like, you help people get across. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. maybe you cook meth or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, man, I, I told you we crossed the border and... Same guy I was talking about earlier. He had drugs on him and didn't tell us. No. I told you that we did. We were fucking, dude. Uh, we were on that road trip for my 22nd birthday. And uh, we drove all the way throughout the American Southwest, you know, Utah, Nevada, blah, 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 blah. Arizona, New Mexico, California. And um, we were coming up from the border out of uh, where West Texas, like Southwest Texas meets Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were hitting a checkpoint. And. My roommate had brought, like, 20 Xanax. Fucking, uh, he he brought, like, 2,000 milligrams of edibles. We ended up getting more in California. He had a couple Vicodin and then, like, a dab pen. And he brought all that with him. And so it takes us, it takes, with stops and everything and taking shifts, it took us, like, I don't know, 18 hours to get to this part of Texas because we were stopping on places in West Texas and seeing shit, whatever. We were like, hey, man. How many drugs do you have left? Now, he had been popping them fucking things, and he stayed fucked up. That cocksucker did not drive the whole way. We were taking six-hour shifts. I think he drove that week trip we went on. Motherfucker drove maybe an hour and a half. Piece of shit. Love him, though. Anyway, we roll up on the checkpoint, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, the dab pen is, you know, it was mostly empty when we left. I've ate all my Xanax, and, uh, you know, uh, and he had been eating these fucking gummies, like, you know, whatever. We're like, all right, well. We're coming up on a checkpoint about 10 miles. So if you got anything, you fucking dump it because they got dogs. And my buddy Edgar, you met Ed. He's from the border and his mom is, you know, like they passed the checkpoint all the fucking time. And he was like, they do not fuck around, dude. Nobody other than him had passed the checkpoint before. I did once in South Padre, but it was bullshit. This is like a legit checkpoint. Dude, we roll up and. Uh, <laughs> you know. They've got, like, fucking dudes with their shit open. Like, one guy on the side of the road, they're taking the inside panel off his car. I guess that the dog pointed or, you know, whatever reacted. Dogs are, you know, smelling cars in line. And we're like, are you fucking sure? Like, are you 100%? He's like, yeah, I'm good. All gone. I've been eating all my drugs. You guys have seen how fucked up I am, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay. We get up there. Dog smells us. You know. Guy kind of takes a look at us. What are y'all doing? Y'all citizens? Uh-huh. Now you got your IDs? Yup. What you doing? We're on a road trip. Buddy's 22nd birthday. Kind of a brief pause. He goes, all right. We get down the road and Zach goes, uh, whew. Kind of nervous there. And I was like, yeah, yeah me too, you know. But I'm glad you, you know you, you were finished with everything, right? And he's like, no. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I got a bunch of this shit left, boy. <laughs> he like pulls the fucking, he had sacked a bag of Xanax. There was like four left. And he had like the gummies in that sack and like they were under his nuts. So they started to like coagulate <laughs> a bit from the heat and he was like, Man, I was fucking dude, I was ready to eat everything in this bag, dude, go straight to heaven, man And we were all like, D- can't pull up Carver now <laughs> We were like, Dude, every fucking one of us would have gone to fucking jail And he's like, Yeah, but you know, like <clears throat> You know, my godfather, you know, you know, my godfather, right? Like, he's the DA at Dallas. Like, I, I'm good. I, we were all like, you're good. Nobody else in the car. <laughs> like, it's like, we were like, you're the only one who's fucking ma- who's aunt, is a fucking prosecutor and all this fucking shit. And we're all like yelling at him. And he's like, I don't know why you guys are mad, bro, because like nothing happened. And we were like, d- it, like, you're, you get so everybody was so mad that you can't talk like you're trying to get words out. But you're like, yeah, if you, if you d- d- d-. he's like, you guys are just mad. Because I got away with it. And it's like, <laughs> we're all mad because we all could have gone to jail for so long. And at, at best case scenario, we spend two days in a Mexican jail. And when you're when you're a relative or whoever that fucking runs shit, you know, six counties over, clears it up. And, you know. But I, I, I didn't want to spend my birthday in a fucking border jail. And he's like, well, you didn't, did you? I don't know why you're so upset. And I was like, ah! <laughs> just like, you know, fucking. Absolute degenerate. But sometimes those are your best friends, man. You know? It happens, guys, man. Those guys, you know. Those
1: guys.
0: Blame it, Bobby, I told you.
1: Blame it, Bobby, quit smuggling.
0: If you, Bobby, are you, are you running people and women and children and crack cocaine uh, up and down the Southwest Corridor?
1: No, Dad. It's,
0: <laughs> it's Son, just what let me check under your nuts. Bobby, you're going to need to bend down and squat for me and cough, and you're going to have to spread your butt cheeks.
1: Now, Bobby Hill, you show your father your butt cheeks. Bobby.
0: <laughs> Lou I, you better get that, boys. Greased himself up. I'm trying to get a look at his butt cheeks. See if he's smuggling pills again. You know, Ireland is a big pill country. <laughs> big pill city in Ireland. <laughs> I hope they reboot it. I thought they were going to for a bit, but. I don't know, part of me wants them to, because I, I think Mike Judge is just, like, a really funny guy, you know.
1: But I think he also is, he has enough ideas to where he doesn't really have to. That's true, yeah. You no, know, it's not like he's running out of steam, necessarily. He does, like, a new show every few years. Yeah, and he's just, like,
0: living off of, like... Yeah. It, it's, it's funny to... Uh, it's very funny to... Um, to, like have made a fortune doing that like he you know like the, hang, the king of the hill is genius idiocracy was very funny and like but he's just like a guy like when he was on jackass and they were making him blow a, a bunch of air into preston Lacey's asshole and uh, you know they're all like steve was like yeah man you gotta shove that fucking fire poker in his asshole and mike judge is like i, I get it <laughs> like he's very normal like he just looks like like one of your dad's friends who like works on cars in his spare time, you know. Like he's not yeah, a we- he's not like a cartoonist, you know. Like he's he's just like a dude from Fort Worth or whatever, you know. And uh, like yeah, in my mind, Stone somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin drew like King of the Hill or whatever. Did we did we glitch?
1: No, we're all good. That's okay, yeah. audio wise.
0: It's been a while. Oh, man, it's bad.
1: It's okay. I can hear you. It's all right.
0: Here we go, baby.
1: We're fucking and sucking, touching on each other. And you know your internet is going, internet is going out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Hey, man, uh, we're back. I think we're back. We're
1: back. I've just been singing my song. Singing it all day long. I've been singing my song. I love podcasting. Podcasting's the best with my friend Jake. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Um. <laughs> what the
0: fuck is my phone doing? Oh, I'm watching fucking ads. All right. Um. Sorry, we had a little bit of, we haven't had a zoom issue in a minute. I feel like this was a like a flashback from the past.
1: Yeah, we used to have like 10 minutes of zoom connection per episode. Those were the days.
0: Those were the days. Yeah. It was like the first 2 months of the show, we were both just drunk and didn't really remember what we talked about. And I didn't even know what the title of the episodes and then like for a year it was like you would be talking about like a guy you knew at work who uh you know, got caught jacking off in like the porta potty. And then I would just be like, man, I go to the zoo sometimes. And then the conversations just like wouldn't match up like at all.
1: Yeah, but it's- you know, that's okay. I mean, people aren't here to listen to what we've got to say. They're here to, most people listen to this, you know, they're either EMTs or they're having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of <laughs> people, a lot of people put this on, they just start banging each other out.
0: It, I can't. I'm trying to picture the type of guy that's like you know, his fourth or fifth date with a girl, you know, and, and uh, he's like, maybe he's got a nice apartment, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, you mind if I play some music, kind of just like set the mood? And she's like, oh yeah, that's that's fine. And uh, you know, he's got like a badass speaker system. <laughs> he just hits the power button and it's you and it's like, yeah, I uh, I almost cut my legs off with a fucking <laughs> pole saw the other day and uh, and uh, it just cut like the tip of my penis just a little bit and my boss didn't let me get workers comp so I've been pissing out the side of my dick for like half of, like, I don't know, like the last six months, I guess. I wonder, if, you know, in situations like that if the woman would leave.
1: I don't know. I think, uh, I, it's hard to imagine a man hasn't given off any other red flags by then. <laughs> Like that's the before he just seemed like the like the biggest sweetheart in the world, like
0: really good, she was, well put together guy.
1: Oh yeah, you know, handsome she, as fuck. Very she's she's thinking, gosh, he's about to lay it down.
0: <laughs> I'm about to get some of the best pipe.
1: This is gonna be some fucking grade A cock. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how
0: women That's how Yeah, women that's how women. That's we do, dude. We do. We know. We We
1: know. You, we know, dude. We, we know. You already know when a woman wants some splooge. <laughs>
0: yeah, she'll she'll text you boom boom time, you know? ah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she'll be like, "Bring Wah! me, bring me hey, that if dick." If you're out there, dude, and you're like, and you and you feel lonely and like you just don't know how to spit game, well, the next twenty minutes of this episode is the Spit Game Chronicles, and uh, mm. me and Thomas are going to let you know, you know, uh, the, the the secrets. Because me and Thomas, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, you know, we have uh, girlfriends, so we yeah. must be doing something. With, right, we must have figured it out, you know. And uh,
1: first thing you want to do is find your erogenous zones. That's going to, be and it. next time you're with a bitch. <laughs> You tell her all your Roger's zones before you even mention your name. Yeah. So say you meet it. You say you swipe right on a baddie from Bumble. A bad bitch. A bad big ol' <laughs> Just thinking of the Lizzo thing, dude. <laughs> it was her words, not mine. I wouldn't say something like that.
0: And say you you swipe right on a big old, you know, a big bur- fat bitch. <laughs> a big old burly type broad. And she's like, I like this this bar on fucking West 6 called, I like this bar in Deep Ellum called fucking Stinky Pete's. And, you know, maybe she's one of them Doc Martin fucking, you know, mentally ill type people. And you're like, oh, here we go. I'm going to get She-Go from fucking whatever the fuck that show was, Kim Possible. And you go to meet her and she's like, hey, my name is fucking
1: Mia or whatever, Emily. And you're like. If you rub on my elbow, I'm going to start creaming. <laughs> Girl, if you put your tongue on the inside of my penis, I might go,
0: ay, <laughs> ay,
1: <laughs> on some caramba shit.
0: Um, I, uh, I I don't, uh, what, I, like, I don't know. If you want to, I know I
1: haven't offered to buy you a drink yet, but, bitch, if you want to uh make me bust off real hard, <laughs> whenever you get down there on my Johnson. You gotta check for a spot of my ball sack that don't have a hole in it yet. Cause I can only bust if I poke a hole in my fucking big ass wrinkly sack.
0: Listen, I know that you took statistically a big risk in even meeting me here. Cause, you know, fellas be crazy these days. You know, some guys be burying girls out in the woods and podcasts be talking about them. But I ain't one of them guys. Basically, you just, if you just like chew on my earlobe and you go ay caramba uh that basically is how you get a one way ticket to fucking splugeville if you catch what i'm saying
1: i know you probably just hanging out with me cuz you want some free drinks <laughs> but i'm gonna leave a callus on the inside of your throat if you let me <laughs> from you sucking my dick so many times <laughs> Girl, I'd let, let you suck my dick a million times.
0: Girl, I know that we work together, and you filed several complaints against me, but, man, I would I have a, I have a air mattress that deflates a little, and I would rock your world on that thing, you know what I'm saying?
1: I know it's 8.45 a.m., and you're just gearing <laughs> yourself up to go into work, but I'm banging on your car window. I'm saying if you want some good pipe, you got to treat me right. You got to take me out to dinner, bitch and I'm going to leave a fucking residue all over all over your bed like when, it, when a tree starts losing its bark in the fall. Uh, I'm going to leave a sap all over your bed frame, bitch. Uh, you're going to have to get some motherfucking scrub daddies up in there with a little bit of uh, I know cleaning solution.
0: Mm. I know you're in grad school right now, but have you ever been piped down by a guy who has a felony charge and who can never, ever legally
1: own a farm before. Girl, I'm going to take the varnish off your motherfucking vanity. Because <laughs> I'm going to come all over it from the bed. <laughs> it's going to sit up on there like the Mucinex, man. It's going to be spit- winking at you. <laughs> Girl, your I'm pussy, pussy, just- pussy going to look like one of them raisins covered in yogurt you can buy. Jesus <laughs> And it's going to smell like a raisin, too, because I got... Weird effects on your pheromones.
0: So that's first step, and Roger So Step two, fellas, you're gonna have to start laying out that big cheddar. Because mm. if there's one thing, if there's one thing, me and Thomas definitely used to our advantage when we got, when we when we got in relationships, it was how much money that we had at the time. We had fucking <laughs>
1: cash flow.
0: <laughs> I was so rich when
1: I, I made over money. nine thousand dollars a year. <laughs>
0: When I filed my taxes the year that me and my girlfriend started dating, I, I made fucking $14,000 that year.
1: One th- I literally filed <laughs>
0: $1,000. So whenever y'all go to dinner and she's like, oh, well, can we get an appetizer? You let her get two or three. It don't matter if you've got fucking $6 in your checking account because here's the thing. You just got to outrun her. You know what I'm saying? Like, let her get let her get some cocktails. Let her get a couple Palomas in her. Let her get a couple Marguerites. May I you know? speak, player? Go for it, mm-hmm. big dog.
1: First thing you want to do, because bitches love negging. <laughs> let me say, all right, first thing you do when you meet her, I don't care if she smell good. I don't care if she got some of that Gucci Cologne on. You come up to her and say, you stink, bitch.
0: You smell like shit, you fucking nasty buck. Where'd you bitch? get
1: that perfume? The poop store. Where'd you get that dress? The shit factory. Where'd you, you get that? trifling bird bitch.
0: Did you get veneers from Turkey? Your teeth be buck as shit, bitch.
1: You got a debit card, hoe?
0: <laughs> I bet your car ain't even pushed to start, you fucking trifling ass, stinky ass
1: bitch. If you, you, what you got? What you got that I could borrow? You got a motherfucking spare tire on your car? <laughs> I'm going to unbolt that, bitch. If you got anything
0: I could pawn because I'm about to pay for dinner. And a man knows his place as a provider. And so unless you got shit in your car right now that I can take to the pawn shop across from this Olive Garden, bitch, you're going to be paying in fucking coins.
1: I got to buy me some pimp crystals, bitch. Can I sell the back seat to your motherfucking Camry? Listen, bitch. I know how to take them out.
0: If you think that I'm going to be able to cover this bill, all my money goes to Elf Bar's. And fucking, you know, rain and shit. I ain't got fucking disposable income, bitch. So I'm mean, You think you, can, you get...
1: can kill me with the piano wire I left <laughs> under your passenger seat?
0: You think you think a beast like me can be killed by mere gunfire?
1: You think I'm you, the fucking devil, dude. <laughs> you think you lost more pets than I did to cars? You don't miss bingo as much as me, bitch. <laughs> You don't know that pain. You gonna, You ain't going to let me get the crab rangoons even though Bingo died when I was three? You trifling ass hoe.
0: I know your brother committed suicide, but my cat got hit by a fucking Peterbilt bitch. So you going to let me get this fucking trauma off.
1: One you know why your another. brother dies because you stank. Because
0: <laughs> you stank. Cause you think <laughs> I would
1: have killed myself too if I smelled a bitch like that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I-,
0: I was on I 35, 10 minutes from here, and I could- I got a, 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 a noxious green gas came through my fucking air conditioning vent, and I just knew it was you, bitch.
1: I thought this restaurant was getting a goddamn poop delivery. <laughs> Turned out they- it was you.
0: I thought they had poop du jour on the fucking menu, but it turns yeah. out you so, your so kicking ass breath.
1: Yeah, I was All surprised. Right, so we got- I was surprised you could keep that dress on without a turd slipping between your legs hitting the floor.
0: So we got step one, to ride <laughs> to zone So we got step two, money. We got with we, we step two, better throw that cheddar. Step three, you want to make sure that your apartment, because because if you if you do step one or two right, you know that she ain't calling the police. She's coming back straight to your apartment. You got to make if she call suit. the
1: police, just to tell them she's about to get some good dick. <laughs> And that's word.
0: That's on phone, then. Step three, <laughs> you better keep that fucking apartment spotless, player. And and so, you know, and, 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 and me and Thomas, we definitely know a lot about cleanliness and home decor. And it's not just something that we kind of had to learn how to do really fast when our girlfriends moved in. So, you know, if you've got, like, a lawn chair entertainment system set up, you know, basically, if you just get, like, a plant... Or some like Christmas lights or something, you know. Just go to Home Depot with like the last twenty bucks you got, and that should do it.
1: Um, That should be enough. You get you get you some floating shelves. You mount them wrong, who cares?
0: (laughs) Yeah, just TV's fucking sixteen degrees to the right. It ain't even you didn't even mount it into the fucking uh, goddamn stud. It's just hanging off the fucking (laughs) sheetrock. Wires hanging down and shit. You got cat piss in the corner. You don't even own a fucking cat. It's just the strays come in through the doggy door that you never when bingo died
1: you never covered it up you wanna learn how to fuck a bitch good get a disco ball yeah get a fucking
0: spend $600 on an authentic disco
1: ball get a disco ball some blackout curtains get rid of your windows drywall over them spackle over your windows invite a bitch in and have a ball <laughs> take out the central AC in your apartment building <laughs> invite a bitch in and your whole sink is full of engine coolant <laughs>
0: Black out your fucking windows, put curtains up, paint them fuckers black, pull up all yeah. the fucking carpet. Gouge out one of your fucking eyeballs. You can't afford to- a
1: race car bed? Put transmission fluid all over your bed before she get in. It smells like cherries in there. Fill the
0: back of the toilet tank up with fucking pig's blood, dude. So every time she flushes after she pee, it's just
1: blood. Cut your penis off, throw it in the <laughs> sink. She'll go in there so you got a big penis. So that's step 3. You going to want yeah. so we've got
0: we've got through the three major steps, erogenous zones, you know. Get get to touching on my elbow and it's cream team time. Step two, stack that cheddar and be ready to throw it out. Make her pay for dinner. You know she'll she'll stick around. Step three, make sure your place is clean. Get the pig's blood. Get the engine cooler. Cut your penis off. <laughs> <laughs> step four. Now this is this is this is the most crucial step. This is only after. You know you you wooed her. With, it, you wooed that bitch with all three first steps. You know, you did everything that we told you to do, and now you're fucking, you are you're, you know, you're in like Lincoln, you know. I don't even know what that means. I don't even think <laughs> that's a phrase. I think, I don't, I've never heard it In anybody, like Flynn, I think. Uh, yeah, it. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, you're linked think, in like Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, you're linked in like LinkedIn, baby, you know.
1: Uh, you're continental like Johnson's rental. Yeah, there we go, yeah. Uh,
0: you're, yeah. You're sch- schizophrenia and bitch, she's feeling you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, step four is you're going to want to, you know, you're going to have to propose because, you know, because if she is willing to deal with the pig's blood and the engine coolant, you know, you got to lock it down because you don't want another fella coming through.
1: And that's why you wear a duster so you can keep a frisbee in there. And before you propose, you try, you toss it at her. You see if it bounces off her clit. <laughs> If she don't got a hard clit, you don't propose. Yeah, that, and she and, said, "What the hell was that for?" I said, "I was seeing if your goddamn fucking mountainous clit was hard." Jesus. Because if not, I was going. If you, if it was, I was going to punch you. <laughs> I was going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to beat you up at chess. I,
0: I, I've been I've been taking fucking no-geek classes at the strip mall fucking BJJ gym, bitch. So I was just making sure, you know. I was going to put you in a
1: fucking go-go plotter. I've been plotting Danica Patrick's murder for a couple years. <laughs> Will you marry me?
0: You know that, that what's the senator's name, Kristen Cinema. I've been digging fucking tunnels under her fucking house for like six years. But I was wondering if you want to be my wife forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kristen Cinema. when I'm done with her, she'll be called Dipped in Cinnamon. Because, because she's can- going to smell good because I'm going to buy a bunch of candles for her. <laughs> Yeah, that's this, Pimp this, Chronicles right there.
0: This has been Spitting Game schizophrenia with, mm-hmm. with your host fucking. And Tom we got another
1: seventy minutes left. That yeah,
0: we, I don't think that's the. I think
1: if we do Steph, anymore, is, step five: put on some Coldplay, <laughs> cut you, put your penis back on, cut it off, <laughs> <laughs> throw it away, take some blue chew, get your nub hard, <laughs> start painting with it. <laughs> Go, no Bob picture. Ross on a
0: bitch with you. Yeah, nose.
1: paint a motherfucking tree on a bitch, <laughs> and then you say, "Can I have one hundred dollars? Because I gotta buy old. I gotta buy a PS two for my cousin. He's gonna beat me up again.
0: I need to get an oil change on my Tacoma, so I need eighty bucks." Stacked. <laughs> <laughs> And that's I mean, how
1: you get a motherfucking free oil change. That's, <laughs> Simple as. If,
0: if you're a single man out there and you're looking to get yourself a wife and an oil change, you've come to the right podcast. If you've got a Toyota Tacoma with a fucking Molon Labe sticker on the back and you fucking 8,000 miles over, your tires are bald as hell, this is a show for you. I'm pretty sure that that's actually at least 40% of our listener base as is.
1: I don't think our motherfucking listener base has government identification any time.
0: <laughs> I do not think our listeners. y'all yeah, the racist. type
1: of dudes to get on the motherfucking subway and just ride around on it not even yeah, just homeless Just ride
0: around holding the Glock 9 just fucking just leaving you know, mo-
1: gripping the motherfucking pole so hard you leave dents in it you get off you and know, you're, in you're in Times Square for no reason <laughs>
0: You ain't even from New York and you ain't gonna do nothing with the gun. You just sometimes drive around with the motherfucker just thinking about what if I what if I fucking did it this time. You know, like what if it was just this one time I did it and then What if
1: I shot up the M&M store? What would even <laughs> what would even happen? how would they find a motive?
0: And then you swing by the fucking, you know, you swing by the burger joint and you have a hamburger and you do a couple lines in the bathroom and then you know you fucking go back home. Because you know, you know, you got Pendejo time
1: to listen to. You know, there's a new episode out. You can't be killing people in Times Square. You can't be killing people in Times Square. It's bad. That's there's not much wide open space. Not as yeah. much as you think. It's no. too cluttered. Yeah, that's not. I mean, you could probably you get, get, a get tackled shot, tackled from any angle. Yeah, really. by a
0: big fucking guy from Uganda doing backflips off the fucking off the fucking bleachers next to the goddamn uh, AT and T sign or whatever the fuck. You know, those guys are out there just looking for a reason to get in the news these days. They want to do fucking karate kicks to just a depressed white guy who listens to a podcast called Pandejo Time. Hey, if you're listening to Pandejo Time right now, you can check out even more episodes on how to be schizophrenic and how to have just different types of issues and, and trying to get a wife to like you. Um, if you yeah. go to Patreon.com slash Pandejo Time. Uh, you get four extra episodes a month uh, if you throw us $5. Now, if you throw us $10, you get an extra episode every week plus a video episode every month. And we've been upgrading our shit, so they look pretty good these days. Uh, if you have money and you don't want anything in return for it, you can give us $50 a month. And you get all the other shit from those other two tiers, uh, but nothing else. I mean, honestly, I've been thinking, you know, if you want to give us 50 bucks a month... Uh, you can just come on the show for an episode. <laughs> like I, I, you know what? I don't. Thomas, I, we didn't even talk about this. If you no, give us, we 50, didn't.
1: We didn't talk about that. We we have a hard enough time scheduling uh, when to hang out with each yeah, other. Yeah, <laughs> Scheduling like when we're recording the regular episodes, so we can talk about that. But yeah. uh, next week we're having on three chihuahuas, and they're gonna go. Yep. 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 That yep yep. So they look are forward gonna, yeah. to that, uh, and then I think on the next one we got oh, um Blinky. What's com- uh, coming? David Duke. Uh, yeah,
0: the Grand Wizard of the KKK. He's coming. Yeah, to talk. we
1: meant to book Duke Deuce, the Memphis rapper. And we really <laughs> we got it like, completely wrong.
0: Yeah, we fucked up and invited on a real piece of shit. Um, but you know, it's the way she goes sometimes. Um, Bye.